Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Another short shifts episode, 10 minutes on the clock for Jeff Lavecchio and I on a specific hockey topic. Jeffrey has no idea what topic I am choosing. So Vex, you ready to go for today? Hit me. Okay, ready. Today's topic is line changes. Line changes. How important are they? Are there any tricks to the trade? What are things you can do as a coach to potentially get an advantage as it comes to line changes? What do you got for me? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, first of all, we talked about this in our tryouts episode a few months ago. One of the things that I said that it was what we said, like, how can you get noticed? I think changing hard is something that lazy players will never do. They don't think about the details, whatever. You're just a better teammate. You're putting your team, your teammates, yourself in better positions when you change hard. You can change strategically. Like if you're the last guy in the back check and you're absolutely dead ass tired and there's no way you're going to get back if your line mates and your team knows how to change well, the forwards would be as far down the bench as they could, as close to the D as they could, maybe even at the door if you see that that guy's coming. And now you're actually going to get back probably 10 to 12 feet faster, maybe even more than that because you're, you're full of gas and he's out of gas. Maybe 15, 20 feet faster, you're back in the play. That's a simple, very simple uh, example of how changing can make a massive difference in the game. Um but guys, it's so important. Coaches, this is something if you focus on um, not only changing hard, talking when you're changing, yelling what position you are, or if you know who the player is who's taking you, yelling their name, go, go, go. You know, I'm coming, I'm coming, whatever. Um, and then you can also use it to your advantage just just to, to have fresh players out there at times where other teams won't do it, you know? Totally, totally. And like... For all the kids out there listening, like line changing is something that at the higher levels, they talk about a lot and it is a huge advantage or disadvantage to the game. If you're good at it as a team versus when you're not very good at it as a team. Right. And so the the reason why I thought of it for this week is there was a social media post. They had uh, the camera on for Matt McElvain in the locker room this weekend. He was coaching his first ever uh, prospects game. He's the head coach um, for Anaheim's affiliate in San, in San Diego in the AHL. And so like his message was number one, talk, right? This is pro hockey here. So for all the youth coaches out here listening, the first message was talk. And the second message was good line changes, talk, good line changes. This is the AHL. A lot of the guys in that room are going to be playing in the NHL at some point, fundamental, fundamental, fundamental type stuff. So like, and line changes, (laughs) right? Talk, 
and line changes. So fundamentals are something they work on all the time and believe in at the highest of levels. So let's make sure we're not trying to reinvent the wheel in, in youth hockey again. Yes. Be creative. Yes. You know, like go outside your, your box and your comfort zone and stuff. But remember that like these little fundamental things are extremely important. I don't know if you saw it too, but there was a, uh, an overtime goal in the KHL this year. That was over the weekend where I think it was the KHL, um, but it was three on three and they had all three guys like come back to kind of gain some speed to come up. And like the defensive three guys were just kind of waiting kind of like at the top of the circles towards the blue line. And one of the guy picked up a lot of speed, like near the bench and he changed in the D door and somebody else came on the ice in the forward door behind all of the defenders. And they hit him for like a stretch pass. He went on a breakaway and scored and won in overtime. So just like, you know, line changes, like there's so many little things that go into it. Um, but one question I have for you, optimal shift length. What are your thoughts on a good shift length? Let's yeah. start. Let's start it. Well, you know what? Just in general, because I don't in think general. there's that much of a difference between peewees well, and NHL guys when it comes to like shift length. I will say this because I'm glad you brought up that face-off play. I ran that young when I was younger, and I ran that in the USHL with the Lancers, and I scored on in multiple levels. Well, it wasn't a face-off play. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I thought you were when you're in the D zone. Oh, okay. So they were in the D zone, and it was just overtime, and the guy just like changed in the D Mm -hmm. door. And, and the opposite door that's further closer to the exactly. opposing net. Yeah. Exactly. So we had a defensive zone play. But it is a play. face-off play, though. So describe the face-off play because yeah. I've seen that, too. Loved this one because I played with Paulie Stasny growing up. So anytime that he's taking a draw, especially in amateur hockey, there was about a 99.999% chance it was going to be a one face-off. So he'd win it, and they'd either rim it around the boards, and I would just sprint to the far boards uh, um, to get the puck, or sometimes somebody else would be on the ice and they would be at the hash marks inside winger left face off benches are on the far side and we'd win the draw and the right winger instead of like blowing the zone would sprint to the closest door on the bench and i'd be on the other side of the bench behind our opposing uh, team's defensemen who are on the blue line in the offensive zone. And I would pop out to middle of the ice for somebody hit me for a juicy B way. What's up? <laughs> you know, I'm going 10 for 10 on that. So um, like you can, you can get a lot of offense on, on face off plays, you know, or, or on, on uh, line changes. So that was a cool one to talk about, but uh, because I've done it. So like, it's a real thing. I love it. Um, shift shift length. length. Let's go. Dude. <sighs> 30 to 42 seconds, 30 to 45. I mean, players are so smart. The smartest players can play longer. Like, should they, you know, if they're the smartest players and the best players, like you see like Jack Hughes out there for like a six minute shift, four minute shift, whatever. But like, he's so smart playing the game. Like, you know, it, it, and then he scores like, is okay. It worked. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that one, but I think for Jack most Hughes people scored after didn't he score at, didn't he score up after he was out there for like four minutes last year they had like power plays they just kept him out and then they, there'd be oh, like really? tv timeout no he idea. stayed out kept him out kept playing and then like another tv t- and he just kept staying out there never changed <laughs> um but anyways i think 30 to 42 45 is like the general consensus you know if you're a if you're a grinder and you're four checking back checking it might be one time down the ice one time back and get off yeah 100 percent, man like you know, people say nothing good has, happens after midnight when you're out. Nothing good happens after 40 seconds when uh, when you're on the ice. Uh, 
True. And so like there's there's data and there's statistics that people have done that I've seen where it's like your productivity on the ice drops dramatically after 35 to 40 seconds. Yeah. Dramatically yeah. after yeah. 35 to 40 seconds. And so I just think it's really important. And for like the kids out there too, like in between periods at Michigan this year, the first thing that the coaches look at time on ice and shift length. Wow. First thing. And wow. there was probably, I don't know, we played 40 something games. I would say there's six or seven times where the coaches went in there after the first period and were like, you know, you want to know why we're not playing well? It's because our shift length's about 50 seconds, you know, wow. guys out for shift length and stuff. So Dialed. it's really important. Like it's really, really, really important. I think another thing that's important too to talk about is know who your guy is that you're changing for and call it out with your line mates every single time. I don't care how repetitive it is, but like, it's so, I'm going to use a Jeff Lavecchio saying it's so massively important <laughs> that I, you say who you got and make sure your line mates hear them and make sure you hear your line mates call out who they have going on the ice, particularly like, after a special teams situation where things get a little bit hairy, especially if you're going like four forwards and one D on the power play or something like that. So um, yeah, just make sure you're communicating on the bench with the line changes who you have um, and coaches like make sure that's something that you like bark out loud, make sure everybody can hear you. Don't just be like, all right, uh, Jeff, you're up. Like, yeah, make sure. So important. Yeah. Like, make sure. Make sure everybody hears you. Yeah. Yeah. And so what, okay, what, we got about, about a minute. What about standing up, sitting down on the bench? I like sitting down better. Um, everybody? Yeah, I like everybody sitting down. I think you, I mean, it's just kind of kind of like common sense. Like you just save more energy when you're sitting down. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be the entire time. Like if there's a big hit, absolutely get up. Let's go. Somebody blocks Woo. a shot, get up. Let's go. Um, I, I definitely like that better. Um, last one, changing on the back check. What do you got? I think that if you're absolutely gassed and you're not going to do anything well in the zone and you're so tired and when people make mistakes mentally, it's because they're tired, you're better off getting off. Now, if you're the first guy and you're close, like if you've only suck it up, suck it up. I want that guy going. But like if you're if you went in F1 and they broke it out quickly and you're behind them, that guy absolutely change. Second guy who's closest eh, first guy try to suck it up. But. It might be better than if you share right, the show. I got, we got 10 seconds, and I have one last thing. Defense, change one at a time. Never change both at the same time. Change one at a time. Make sure one of you guys are out there just in case there's a turnover goes back the other way. Okay, Boom. we're at 10 minutes. Share the show.